All right. Here we're back. Episode 75. We'll call this part two. This part 74, part one. My good friend Trent Marsh. We're talking about the outdoor industry. We're talking about influence. We're talking about marketing. We're talking about all the random stuff, good, bad, and ugly, that we can come up with within the next 30 minutes of this podcast. And that's my goal is to keep podcasts 30 minutes. One, because that's what the free version of Zoom allows because I'm cheap. Two, I think that's just a good number that people want to listen to while they're driving and not be tied down to the Joe Rogan experience for seven hours. Or... They listen to this while they're working out and they want off that treadmill or they want to quit throwing those weights around in 27 and a half minutes. There you go. There you go. That's that's, that's actually the best. As a fat, that's that's my motivation. Oh, the podcast is over. I guess I'll stop. Yeah. Four hours later, you don't want to be like, dude, I'm tired of this treadmill. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. I'm not a treadmill guy anyway. No. I don't like treadmills. No, I'm not smart, but I lift heavy things. That's, All I've got to do is outrun right. Kevin. <laughs> you don't have to be the, the fastest guy on the bear hunt. You just have to be faster than the slowest guy on the bear hunt. Or be the fastest guy to shoot somebody in the leg. That too. Whatever. Speaking of bear hunts, how about social media? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh there's a lot of teeth. There's a lot of growling. And at the end of the day. It's probably going to be very, very unsatisfactory by the time it's all said and done. That's that's a bear hunt in my universe, if ever anything. How about that for coming up with it on the fly? I think that's spot on. And and if you listen to the last episode, this, you know, this quote part two here, um, building off of the last plethora of knowledge you just obtained by listening to number 74, um, <laughs> There's there's two sides of social media. There are actually, I'm going to say three sides. This is just off the top of my head, right? Of course, the good, the bad, and the ugly is always the truth. But the good side is it's a great medium to reach people. No doubt. Probably the easiest platform and the cheapest to work with in history of our world of marketing or just getting whatever out there. It doesn't even matter if you're trying to sell something or just, just if you want to be in, if you want to be famous and I, that's a very broad open term yeah famous because everybody in the that i talk to in the younger generation now oh, i just want to be an influencer well, what are you going to influence like are you are you going to change the world or are you just trying to you know oh look at my new shoes that I, I i literally looked at this one account this girl gets brand new white nikes and paints them and that's all she does which is awesome she she got her a little hustle going right but then next thing you know, she's got her OnlyFans page over there to sell these shoes. <laughs> so, you know, not going down Smiling the OnlyFans route. Um, I mean, I'd be there if I could make money on it. So let's, well, let's just, in the interest of full disclosure, if I could pull six figures, you'd find me on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pull six inches before you can pull six figures. Hmm. <laughs> That's why nobody pays for this podcast. That's it. Um, but with that being said, in the relative terms of the outdoor industry, you know, it's extremely hard to grow a social media audience nowadays. Like it's not, it's, it's doubt. It's all business platforms. Now meta, which owns Facebook, Instagram, you Google, which owns YouTube. They're all for profit money making entities, publicly traded, blah, blah, blah. So they've got to get the ROI, not us. 
Well, there, and for us, there's an added layer of insert redacted swear word here because our content they don't approve of. Yeah. So, so not only, yeah, it's pay to play, but there's a lot of brands and, and content in this space that they're not even interested in our money, even though it's green. So you've got, you've got that cutting against you as well. So yeah, man, for, for those trying to build an organic social following today, other than China letting you do it on TikTok, as long as you're not doing hunting content on TikTok, you know, it's, it's just, it's one of those situations where it's, it's not going to happen. The glory days of 2012, when Facebook was saying, you know, build your, you know, wanted you to grow your page because they needed that critical mass of infrastructure. That's gone. Mm-hmm. long gone you either at this point 2024 you either have your audience or you don't and if you don't Bagged. good luck to you yeah Bagged. And, and i'm not saying anything's possible you, you if your dream is to build that and do that then go for it push hard work hard but i see one of the biggest problems is not the want to from people because there's a lot of people out there that, that want to do the work that can do the work but they're 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 they look at it as I want to see myself and I want to be popular and I want to be quote famous or whatever. I want to have this big following and I want, I, it's me, 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 me. All right. That's fine and dandy, but you're not going to work with guys like us. If you're going to be that way, this is about, if you, if you look at social media strictly from, I want to make a successful business model for myself to work for myself. Cause I, one of my, my cousin, actually his wife, she was a school teacher and she, um, and, and then she, she got on YouTube and she started doing, um, cleaning videos, like reorganizing closets, cleaning, deep cleaning the kitchen. And trust me, that is a way larger audience than anything that you and I do. And she was able to quit her job as a school teacher makes more money now off YouTube, has an agent. She's working with like Walmart and all these things for cleaning products and organization products and all this. She's serving a purpose, you know, of course, teaching maybe people getting ideas from her or whatever, but she did it. She hustled. She learned how to do everything herself. It wasn't about, Hey, look at me. It was like, I enjoy doing this. She took something she loved to do and she was doing anyway because of husband and two kids and dogs and all that. And she just learned, she videos everything herself and edits everything herself. She taught herself how to do all this sitting right here on the laptop and made herself successful that way. That's what I'm talking about. Do the hustle. Don't get your phone. This thing go, hey, y'all, look at me. I'm um, I'm eating uh, with chopsticks today. This is cool. Right? I'm cool, right? That's, that's not successful business plan. Well, and you... You know, is this is this for six months or six years or six decades? What are you, what are you building towards? You can, yeah, you can still be an idiot and and go viral and get an audience. But that's having this discussion with one of the you know, there's a younger kid that works in my department, and you know, kind of walking him through my thought process. And my standards might be higher than than some folks in terms of who I like to work with. But at the end of the day, when you're when you're making that appeal to a brand, you 
the last thing I want and anyone that's good at this job that I know of in the space, the last thing I ever want to have to do is issue a press release that says, oh, we're no longer affiliated with da, 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 because you wanted to go get 2 million views on a video on YouTube. So you did some really unsafe, really dangerous, really stupid stuff. And yeah, sure. You, you got the clicks, you got the views, but were you chasing that instant gratification in a way that jeopardized the long-term viability of what it is you're trying to do? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, it, whether it's the shooting side or the hunting side, you know, there's, there is a real and legitimate danger to some of the things that we're doing. And if you're leaning into that in a way that's unsafe and you're putting, you know, the last thing you want to be responsible for is the next, next TikTok trend that gets 15 kids killed because they're doing stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. And if, if, you know, there, you're not just talking about jeopardizing a business model, you know, you, you're down a whole other line. And I, I take it to that extreme to over illustrate the point for people to understand. It's not just that fun stuff. You know, like I said, I've been, and, I get this all the time and it, it's kind of the same thing. Why are you doing this? Right. And then we talk about all these people in episode 74 that we've seen come and go and burn out, whatever the case may be. And it goes back to what people think the job is and what the job actually is. And I, the number of people that know what I do for a you know, marketing manager in the outdoor space, like on its face, like that's awesome. Sign me up. You mean oh. to tell me all you do is work with these influencers? Man, you're out all fall hunting with your TV shows that you sponsor. Da 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 da. I four. I've been doing. The, I've had the title of marketing manager in the outdoor space for almost fifteen years. I've been on four hunts. Two are with me, and two are with you. <laughs> it just it's it's yes. That, that, I get to work with some really cool people and do some really cool things. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm not appreciative or I don't enjoy the perk because there are perks, but you know, I've, and I've said this for anybody that's heard me on other podcasts may have heard this, but I've, I've told people that, you know, they've asked, Oh man, are you hiring? I'd love to come work in the space. I'm like, why, why do you want to do this? And it gets this really, I know it feels like a bunny trail, but it gets back to what you're saying. Oh man, I'm just, I'm all laid up with deer hunting. I want to work in the industry. Da, 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 da. I'm like, well, where are you doing in November? Oh man, the rut's on. I'm in a tree stand. I'm doing this, that, and the other thing. I can't, I said, cool. I'm finalizing trade show environmentals. I'm setting appointments for shot show. I've got a catalog to finish up. I've got press releases to write. I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I sat six times last year, not six times in November, <laughs> not six times in a week. I hunted six days in the fall of 2023. It mm -hmm. just, that's what it is. If you really, if you like being hunting adjacent, come do it. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. it's cool to be able to pick up the phone and talk to Michael. I like talking to Mike. Half the time, we're not talking about hunting. No. We're no. talking about the business stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now, would I rather talk about the business stuff as it relates to the hunting and outdoor industry than number two pencils or paper towels or mm. insert whatever random prop. Absolutely. Mm. But don't think that just because you're working in the industry that that's all you get to do. And then dovetailing with that, 
where, you know, you're kind of talking about it from the influencer side. I'll put more of the marketing manager hat on because nobody's let me influence anything. Um, I've, I've seen where if your want in getting into the marketing side of this industry is to become the face of a brand, that will wear out very thick, very, very quickly. Uh, because it, it comes through, like you're saying, it be, they instead of working for the brand, they are working for themselves. Okay. And you may initially do some good stuff that people are happy about, but very quickly that grift will run out. The, the people who are successful faces of a brand have done so because what they're doing is authentic. And it comes through as representing the product and the brand well. And it's not about Trent or Michael. It's about the product that they're representing. And that resonates and that lands with people. And the second that you are not genuine about what it is that you are doing, this very small industry that we've talked about, that's you're going to put bad gas on the streets and that's going to get around very quickly. I, I, I mean, I, okay, so there's two different levels of this stuff that I look at. One is when you're working with a brand, yes, you have to educate about a product. This 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 pen right here is a pen that I love. It, it works this way and it writes really good. You, you got to educate the consumer on some level on functionality because we're, we're when we're talking about being an influencer on all mediums, there's people of different ages, different educational levels, different hunting levels. But the thing that I hate is when, you can see it. You can see all these brands. They'll push out, hey, everybody, shoot a video of this product. And everybody's talking about, hey, this broadhead, this, it's uh, expandable. It's got a two-inch cut. I mean, it's, it's cookie-cutter stuff. There's Like you said, there's nothing authentic. I look at it like, I'm going to show you what I deal with this thing. All right, here's a slow-mo shot of a doe. I don't even need to explain. Everybody's, what broadhead was that? That's all they mm -hmm. want to know. Where can I get one? Because... I just showed it in the performance aspect, not in the technical aspect. There's a place for technical, but as far as working with brands, go out there, do your thing, create your identity by being successful. And, and, and literally shooting, I, I posted a video of a, a doe I shot this year with my bow. A million views in three days. It was a good slow-mo. The arrow goes through, blood blows out. I mean, it's it's graphic, but it's actually what we do. But the comments were, what broadhead, what broadhead, what broadhead, what broadhead, what broadhead. That sold broadheads. It's going out there doing it. And it doesn't have to be a boner. You don't have to shoot the biggest deer. That's what, that kills me. I've heard it for so many years about, well, man, you know, I only shoot 170s or better. I don't give a shit. I want you to go out there and relate to the average person mm -hmm. to show what you can do that they can go do. I'm not knocking guys that kill big deer. Good for you. But if you took the however many millions of hunting licenses that are sold every year, you know how many of them shoot 170 inch deer in their life? A microscopic percentage. Mm -hmm. That's my point. Be relatable, be real. But the flip side of this whole thing is you have to accept the fact that people may not like you. <laughs> you. Marketing managers may not like you. The way you do things, 
we may not like what you're doing. And if you can't take criticism and have thick skin, you will fail very quickly. Mm-hmm. It, I, again, I'll come at this more from the, the marketing side of it. I call it the marketer's trap, right? Too many marketing people buy the marketing that they like. That's yes. not their job. Yes. That is that is that, that is not on. their job. The yeah. job of a marketer is to position their brand in front of the people and audience who will become your customer. Yeah. And that may mean dealing with people that you do not like. Raise your hand if you have worked with folks on a professional level that on a personal level, you could not stand. For the record, we have three hands in the air with two people <laughs> on the podcast. Like that's just, that's where now they flipped everything changed. Uh, I want to speak. That's, that's what it is. I got my hand up. So it's, it's tough. And again, I, you know, this, this just came up very recently and after you get enough time in the industry, you're the people that will perform become the people that you like because they make you look like you're good at your job. So that line gets blurred the more that you do it. But because this is a hobby industry and this, this isn't unique to, to the hunting and the outdoors and the shooting world. Cause if you talk in motocross, if you're talking, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever thing that it is that there is a hobby, there is an industry that is built up around supporting that hobby. There are people that participate in that hobby that will always want to work in that industry. What that creates is a vacuum of talent and willing workers. And a lot of brands, because I'll, I'll be the first one to, to say it, and I've said it in multiple places in this industry before, the shooting and outdoor space is largely full of people who are not good business people because that's what the industry is. There are a lot of single product brands out there that is just somebody designed a better mousetrap. It turned into a business on them and now they've kind of landed in the business by happenstance and they're not necessarily good business people. But what, what that creates then is a need for help and support. And a lot of folks are willing to hire a person who will take less money to work in the industry because they just want to be in the industry instead of paying a professional what they're worth. And the same thing goes for, not to cut you off, but the same thing goes for people that on the advertising influencer, uh, TV production, whatever side is, because they enjoy the industry and they want to be in this so bad. And you and I both, I think, going back to even a marketing perspective, you pay, you get what you pay for. Now budgets constrain what you know we can and can't do, and because we try to spread it out and work with as many out good outlets as we can. But the guy that's going to be like, "Hey Trent, send me um five hundred dollars worth of product, and I'm just going to blow it up for you." That's that's not going to happen. Well, and okay, so you you elicited a tangent, right? And for years. For years, I have had the stance, I will not work with you on a product-only basis. Me too. I won't. And 
that is a I understand why coming to the table and saying, look, just give me some product and I'll blow it up for you and we'll do some stuff. I understand why that's your pitch, but here's the problem. You're putting yourself on a clock and you're putting me on a clock that I probably can't do anything about. If, if I can't write you a check, it's either because I have no intention of working with you, in which case I'm going to tell you that I don't think we're a good fit. If I just tell you I'm out of money, you say, well, just send me product. So let's play that out. I send you product and you do, you blow it up. My budget was already spent. So I couldn't, I couldn't pay cash. Now you come around, you know, this is February. We come around to November, December, and you start having the, Hey, what's, what's budget looking like for next year. If I'm only working with good folks that I trust and that give me deliverables and my budget doesn't change, let's just assume I don't even get an increase. God forbid leadership comes to me and says, I have to cut my budget. Right. Let's just assume I don't get an increase. Your question to me is, well, look at everything that I did. You're going to have to pay me next year. Well, who that also did their job, do you want me to go fire or take money away from to pay you when this is what you volunteered for? You just, you, you literally, you strap a time bomb to that relationship that ultimately the, the influencer is going to walk away pissed and say, man, we killed it for that brand and they didn't do shit for us. Right. And the brand is then going to look at that and go, we did all that we could for them. And now they're out in the streets talking about us, which you want to very quickly end your career in this space, start spreading bad gas yeah. out, folks. Right. But now you're out on these streets <laughs> saying that we don't hold up our end of the bargain. We don't live up to our promises. It just there's there is zero percent chance that that ends well. And the the other dirty little secret part of that is, you know, and and this is the other place that they, like print advertising, right? Like I buy a lot of print, but I I buy a lot of high impact print and I've gotten some pushback. Why aren't you supporting blah, 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 blah. And it's like whether I'm writing you a check for fifty thousand dollars for a commercial spot on Outdoor Channel or I just threw you product from a marketing manager perspective, it takes just as much time and effort to manage you in that relationship, regardless of how much I'm invested. Mm -hmm. So why am I going to put myself in a position where I don't really have a hammer to swing in, in managing the relationship because I'm not spending enough money with you to pick up the phone and say, Man, Michael, I really need you to do X, Y, Z. What's your answer to me going to be? Man, you're giving me product. Piss off with what you want. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and that's the way it's going to go. So it just, it's a, it's a, it's bad, bad, bad business all the way around. I, I hate it. And you'll have a lot of marketing people that will be happy to take advantage of you, saying because they're going to go right back into that meeting and go. Got him. Cost of goods sold 30% yeah. of what retail is. That cost us pennies on the dollar and they're going to do this and yep. they'll churn through and guess what? Then nobody wants to work with that marketing person in three, four, five years and mm -hmm. then they're gone and never seen from. So well, it the, just, and, and, and from the other side of the fence, me being on the, the producer, influencer, creator, creator, TV, blah, 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 content side, um, you're doing yourself an injustice. Not, I mean, and just for what you said, like you're, you're, you actually have the best representation of that best mindset of that of anybody, because we've got people all the time that are like, well, we'll do product the first year. And then if you do do a good job, well, you're setting your bar low. That's what you're doing for yourself because you mm -hmm. have value. If you have a, if you have an audience 
And, you know, really, if somebody wants to work with you, even on the product level, they see what you can do already. They mm -hmm. know you have that. Value. That should be a red flag for you. Exactly. That exactly. should be a red flag for now, you. Unless it's, uh, you know, Dodge Trucks wants to give me a new truck every year. That's a different ball game. But going to Billy Bob's Arrows and they, oh, man, we'll give you two dozen arrows a year. You just blow us up on social media. You know, th that doesn't work. Like you're setting yourself up to never get money from those companies. And if you ever do, it's going to be a minuscule amount that's not going to pay your bills. Well, and that, that was kind of the other thing, too, because, you know, everybody always thinks they can do marketing's job better than marketing. Sales knows how to market better than marketing does. Product knows how to market better than product does. Like, that's mm -hmm. just the way it is. And I still... And just in the last handful of years, you'll have people who come in. Well, you're, you're just, you, you don't need to be doing this. You don't need to be doing that. You just need to get these folks and have them blow it up on social media. It didn't cost anything. Guess what? The arithmetic changed. The, you know, we, TV is dying, right? Michael, you, because we've negotiated with each other in the past, you've heard me say, hey, you got a TV show. That's great. What are you doing the other 12 months out of the year? That's right. Because the well, let's just pull the curtain back just a little bit for everybody. You too, not the band, you also, in addition to as well as, <laughs> could have a hunting television show tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I could get you a rough figure that you would need to write to a check that you would need to write to one of the networks, and they will give you airspace. This isn't this isn't storage wars where you have to create a pilot and go to a network and get them to say, Hey, that's awesome. If you write the check for airtime, you could film yourself sitting on your, your front porch playing the banjo and smoking a cigar. And for 27 and a half minutes every week, those networks will give you airtime because that money's green. Yep. 100%. This is purely pay to play. Yep. So it's on you to make that profitable. It's on you to go do that. And if all you want to do is have a TV show, man, just write the check. That's easy. If you want to have a business and where we are in 2024, frankly, the, the TV show is money that you have to spend to have credibility for your social media channels so that you can actually monetize your social media channels. That's actually the way the game's getting played mm -hmm. today. From an influencer standpoint, and yeah, there's social, there's influencers are blowing up purely on social and they're going that way because they look at it and go, well, I got a big enough audience quick enough. I don't need, I don't have an entity that requires me to pay for this airtime. I'm going to pocket that figure with which I will not share and just say this. Now your nut to hit to be profitable is way smaller because I can do it on YouTube. I can do this. I can do that. Okay. And it's. You know, I, I like to think and uh, that I was kind of on the leading edge of that because largely this is an industry full of tired old white dudes doing tired old white dude shit. And <laughs> and up until a few years ago, there were a bunch of people at ATA and SHOT Show that you could have a real honest, earnest conversation with them that was essentially, so you think this internet thing's going to work out? Like, is this is this for real? Like, that that has been the mindset of a lot of folks in the space. So... Getting to where we are now and the way that it all lays out now is is still a big jump that a lot of marketing manager folks kind of don't understand. But if you're going to have a successful business, that's kind of how it has to look. Well, at the end of the day, 
you got to go out there and you got to create your own thing. Like, I don't know. You've probably heard this before. People, oh, I'm going to be the next Michael Waddell. Well, my, I've had my, those words said to me. It, well, and Michael's a friend. And at the end of the day, I nobody should want to be Michael. There's already a Michael. There's mm -hmm. already a Michael Lee. There's already a Trent Marsh. Go be you. Sadly, there's already there's, a well, Trent Marsh. There's already us. <laughs> we're, we're just here. But at the end of the day, go. You've got to find your niche. You've got to find something you're good at. And in and and in defense of the. 485 Instagram follower guy from previous episode. If you're niche and you're really good at bow hunting whitetails in the Midwest, go do that, but figure out a way to be better or do it but, different. Or, but or don't say, well, we're the next Midwest bow hunter. No. Bow hunting. Like, no. no. Why? No. Why? Okay. So you're the cut rate version. You're, you're wish.com, Michael Waddell. Great. You know, why do I care? One of the most insulting things we've ever had said to us, but it actually was a reality check, is like our first year into doing this. Realtree Road Trips came out with Waddell like the same year we came out. Horrible timing on our part. But with that being said, um, we somebody actually said, well, I mean, I don't want to pay for somebody just being Realtree Road Trips on a budget. And I was like, at the time, I was like, that dude, I just want to punch this dude in the mouth. Because we're we're us, we're different people, but we hadn't created our identity yet. Then it was year one. Nobody knew who we were. We didn't even know who we were. Right. It took five to six years of us figuring things out, working with good people, learning how to do things right before we had a successful business. And and you know as well as anybody, Trent, um, you 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 smart guy, been around business a long time. You, if you're going to create your own business, you got to be willing to take get not make a dime for five years. Mm -hmm. One, that's what the IRS says. You got mm -hmm. it's a hobby after five years. But with all that being said, you've got to figure it out. But um, a lot of people out there, they just don't get it, and 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 they have even people to this day that have been in the industry as long as you and I, they still walk around with an ego. They still walk around with, oh, I'm this, I'm that. And and they're older than you and I. I mean, I'm older than you, but they're older than me. And I'm like, no, we're we're dying off. We're the, the, If outdoor television ever dies, it's because all of us that are doing it are just too old to do it now because mm -hmm. there's nobody coming up to fill our shoes. There's mm -hmm. not a bunch of young, you know, when we started at 25 years old, there was a dime a dozen of us that wanted to be on TV and there was waiting lists to be on the network. Now the networks are going, please come be on our network. Mm -hmm. Please buy this airtime. Please do this. Please do that. There's everybody wants to be a YouTube star. Everybody wants to be an Instagram star, everybody, Facebook famous, whatever you want to call it. It's shifted. Marketing has shifted. The audience has shifted. The audience is broader than ever. I mean, I'm reaching people in Pakistan every day, bro. I mean, who would have thought that we've been Brackwood's live content is going to be in Sri Lanka? But we are. I mean, unfortunately and fortunately at the same time, because that's where a lot of our antis come from is other countries. But with all that being said, this is the world we live in. We have to embrace it. But you got to go out there. You got to dig your own trench and stay true to who you are. I'm not saying don't get better. Don't change on technology and learning stuff. I mean, dude, I got a here. I've got a GoPro in this box. Guess what it does? It creates content. 
this is Michael's GoPro. This isn't my camera guy's GoPro. This is this stays on Michael. Something different. I mean, yeah, everybody runs GoPros, but guess what? Now you get to see Michael's GoPro. Why mm -hmm. am I different? Because I have a different audience than you. I do things different than you. That's what you got to do, man. Like it, to, it just irritates me to see the the cookie cutter, same stuff everybody thinks is going to work. It doesn't work. It's stale bread. Well, and imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. It's also the quickest way to be obsolete. That's right. Because if if you are trying to be someone else and you aren't being yourself, social media is a great bullshit detector. Mm -hmm. If nothing else, it's that. Because if you are not authentic and you don't know what it is you're talking about, it's going to shine through real quick. And there are 300 million people on every one of those platforms into the billions that just can't wait to tell you that you're they're, wrong. They're sitting there waiting to tell you, you didn't get a pass through, even though the deer piled up in 50 yards. Your mm -hmm. bullet what didn't hit where you were aiming. No, bro, that slow-mo proves you wrong. But you're right. Like, there's every, like the haters are there and just sitting on go to prove that you don't know what you're doing. And we're we're down about five minutes left. I yep. wanna I wanna try to sneak this into the the last portion though, because it. it was it made me laugh. It literally just happened this week. Somebody put on LinkedIn, "Hey, you listen to branded podcasts. If a brand has a podcast, you go listen to it." And somebody commented on it and said, "I only listen to podcasts that are hosted by celebrities or influencers because if it's run by a brand." I don't trust that I'm getting straight information was essentially the gist of their comment. I would hope in listening to episodes 74 and 75. And honestly, I would hope that if you are a, a grown adult who can tie your own shoes and chew gum and, and walk down the street at the same time. And some of this is why the industry has changed the way that it has. Anyway, these are business relationships. Uh -huh. And you've seen some folks that are are very popular influencers kind of fall out of favor because they've gotten they've gotten cast as someone who will just jump from one brand to the next for the check. And you know that's that's a bad way to go about business, regardless of that's not just hunting and outdoor influencers. If, if you're just always chasing that money, that's going to come back around to you at, at some point. Yeah. But people tend to forget that these are business relationships and you'll, you'll see people. I've seen it on posts you've made. I've seen it on posts. Other people have made. I just want to watch hunting shows. I don't want to watch all this commercial crap. There is no hunting show to watch. If brands aren't writing the checks for the shows to air, just understand the, all of this mm -hmm is a business relationship. One, <coughs> excuse me, I made the tired old white dude joke, right? But one space where this industry was well ahead of its time, and it may well be the only space. We've been using influencers in this space before they were called influencers. Mm -hmm. It started as pro staff. Yeah. That was the original influencer, right? You just you'd you would hire Bubba's all across this country and give them product and send them out, and they'd go down to their local bow shop. And then you had your next tier guys that 
you know, God love Roger Raglan that was out there with these big ass VHS cameras and yep. still getting deer killed somehow, walking around like a cyborg, building yep. this industry that we have today. Yep. That wasn't altruistic. That wasn't done out of their own pockets. That's done as a business relationship. When I have my marketing hat on, it is my duty to let consumers know that my product exists. And if there is content being created that shows my product being used, that is why Outdoor Channel exists. The if only... brands suddenly want to stop paying for those relationships, do you think Outdoor Channel continues to air any of this stuff that you want? Absolutely not. You're going to get Western Night every night and Roadhouse. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> but with all that being said, now we've got a couple minutes. we got to wrap this up. But uh, my, my thing is if I ever win the lottery, and I'm talking, you know, big, big money. I'm going to call you up, Trent, and be like, quit whatever you're doing. You're going with me. I'm starting my own show, and it's just going to be called Rich Ass Hunters. No sponsors, like no no product, nothing. Answering to no, don't I'm like talking, it, don't care. I'm talking, I'm wearing like brown shirt and black pants, no logo. It's just going to be Rich Ass Hunters on there. Mm -hmm. R-A-H, that's it. Raw, that's it. That's all you're going to see on the side of the bus, on the side of the plane, everything, rich ass hunters. And we're not going to give a crap what anybody thinks. I may do an hour show just for the fun of it. So, 52 weeks a year, hey, one full hour. I may just I like start it. my own network, bro. Just do 24, 24. Why not? 24 Why not? Anyway, so we're going to end on the note of rich ass hunters. I like it. What, can we just be broke ass hunters in the meantime? Until until we hit that lottery, that's what we <laughs> until are. Until we hit that lottery, you've heard right from broke-ass hunters. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for your insight. I know we can get wound up and rolling pretty good, but I, I hope somebody will get five good minutes of information in the last two episodes. No doubt. All right, brother. Be good. Same. We'll talk to you soon, Mr. Marsh, and we'll have you back. Like on. it or not, you're going to hear from me. Here we Same. are. <laughs>